0: Snuff Production, where the sneaky cinnamon scroll you just have to have, even though you already ate a big breakfast with extra hash browns and three coffees, you'll eat until you explode. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
1: Alex Tyson, Belinda comes downstairs after having a shower last night, and uh, you know, getting ready to watch some TV, and she says with all, all sincerity, uh, okay. yep. right? truly distressed look upon her face. She says, I can't believe I didn't make the most of that below deck specialty channel on Foxtel. <laughs> Wait. So there was, a, I don't, there was for a while there, there was a channel on, on Foxtel that was dedicated to the show Below Deck. Which is? About, <laughs> it's a reality show about people who work on a boat.
2: Oh, really? Okay. Like one of those super luxury yachts in the Mediterranean or something? And she was
1: genuinely quite distressed by the thought that she didn't make the most of this marathon channel when she had the opportunity to.
2: Well, it just goes to show. I mean, you don't know what you've got until it's gone, whether it's a a relative that you had a small gripe with and ended up spending years not talking to each other and were never able to make up before the end uh, because one of you passed away, or a reality TV show marathon, you don't know how good you've got it until it gets taken away from you. So my condolences to Belinda for not being able to um, to watch more of that. To um, watch
1: more rich people eating scampi on the back of a super yacht.
2: And I believe it's been deleted from all hard drives and all internet and all TV stations for all time. <laughs> so um, it is a big shame. Hopefully, and this is just a big hopefully, uh, someone out there's making a new reality TV show that Belinda could watch because I know they have gone from I think it was endangered to critically endangered. We don't want reality television to become extinct. The new white rhino man. Exactly. This is the white
1: rhino of television. So
2: anyway we look forward to that. We're looking ahead though to another big reality TV show. The biggest of them all. The um 36th Olympiad. I took an absolute stab at that. It's definitely not it, but... No. I didn't want to say the O word explicitly because this Friday we're broadcasting live and unofficial from the opening ceremony, Matt O'Kine, and to get excited and to actually really smarten up our commentary act, we're talking to one of the best in the biz. You may know him from Roy and HG. It's HG Nelson is going to be having a chat to us. You may have listened to his stuff of This Sporting Life over the journey. You may have... Tuned into the coverage of many Olympic Games with the dream of which their commentary has reigned supreme. In fact, it was filling in for Roy and HG on Triple J on a Sunday for This Sporting Life that I got my very first taste of live day radio about Okai. Oh, really? Did you do that? And I tell you what, that was some pretty big f- boots to fill. Pretty big running Uh, spikes to fill.
1: I tell you what, (laughs) HG is the butt driver. He will be taking us to school today, uh, teaching us how it's done. So stay tuned for that. Also, we're going to be chatting to an insider, someone who's taken a peek behind the scene of their very special industry.
2: Should be a whole lot of fun. Hang out with us. It's Matt and Alex. All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go.
0: Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.
2: Well, Matt, we are inching closer to the opening ceremony on Friday. Um, and until the sports begin, we keep talking about the controversy. There has been a lot of difficulty in the pandemic side of things. But uh, and we're not saying that this is something to do with this administrative error that occurred, but something has come a cropper in the Polish national swimming teams uh, <laughs> cross-checking. And um, I tell you what, they've ended up with a big old Barry Crocker. Barry has come to visit the Polish swimming team.
1: I honestly, Barry feels like the mascot of this particular games. I feel so sorry for anyone who's organising this thing. Oh, yeah. From any angle, no matter what side you're coming from, whether you're in Tokyo organising the games, whether you're one of the athletes, whether you're one of the administrations from the countries that are sending athletes... Like It's been tough, but Poland, they had a mix-up yesterday.
2: It'd be tough enough organising a wedding under these circumstances with 50 people on a date. And to- <laughs> Mate, I can't organise a Zoom under these circumstances.
1: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I'm always an hour out in some state or, you know, but anyways, look, uh, six swimmers had to return to Poland from Tokyo on Sunday. Um, they're threatening legal action. They want the head. Of the federation to resign over the incident. Uh, and it's because these six swimmers got sent to Tokyo thinking that they were going to compete. They're, they got the call up sorry, we got our numbers wrong. You're actually uninvited. Yeah, pack I- your bags, Polish head back to
2: home. Polish swimming team only meant to have seventeen athletes. They sent twenty-three, so they'd had to send six home. So they sent this relay team home, and yeah, they uh, signed a, the swimmers signed a petition saying, calling for the organizers' entire board to resign immediately over the situation. I mean, it would being uninvited to something is one of the most awkward <laughs> things. Even if you just get the phone call at home and you're uninvited, you're like, oh, to actually fly to Japan in a pandemic thinking you're going to compete in a, something you've been training the last five years for, and then going, oh, sorry, we invited too many people. You're going to have to, you're <laughs> off the guest list. I mean, that would just be brutal.
1: Well, I mean, there's, it's one thing's having cancelled plans, because, you know, I'm hitting a stage in my life where cancer plans are the best plans. <laughs> um, you know, and, and so I, I understand that you get the call. It's like, hey, it's not on anymore. You think, oh, all right sweet, I'll just stay at home, watch telly. Mm. But to get there, to yeah. get to to get the clothes, I mean to have the shower, to put the suit on, to yeah. get in the car, turn up to the event. <laughs> and it, it says here they, they it was it happened shortly after they arrived. So I reckon they were probably all on the plane when someone's looked at the forms and gone, uh-oh. <laughs> oh dear. Um that <laughs> to try and figure out how they're going to meet someone at the airport.
2: So we'd love you to let us know, when have you been uninvited from something? And, Matt, it reminded me of a story. Do you remember our friend who had tickets to Kendrick Lamar?
1: Yes, I do. I do. And I'll tell you what, Just just one side note. Okay, that Kendrick Lamar concert was one of the best events that I've ever seen with my eyes in my life, all okay. right? But a friend of ours gets tickets to Kendrick Lamar
2: tickets yeah two two of them two of the best um and i'm sorry i'm thinking ahead of how the story ends and i'm laughing already but it wasn't just that it was to like the private box at kendrick Lamar. okay so you've got booth you got the snacks you got the snackies you got the sippies you got the party pies okay um and he's going along and he's invited someone who he's I, th- I think it's fair to say, had a little bit of a crush on it. wasn't sure so where things were at. It'd been going for a while, but he wasn't sure where things were at. Um, but the invite to Kendrick Lamar, I mean, it's not going to gonna do. It's not gonna be adverse to your chances, okay? But um, <laughs> he's going to be meeting up with them soon so they can go. But he's at the pub with a group of people beforehand um, in a conversation with uh, another, you know, really good group of people, one of which he says, I'm going to Kendrick Lamart tonight, and this person says, "Oh my god, I would love to go to Kendrick Lamar. That is so lucky."
1: Can we can we say that what this person is pretty famous person? Yeah, all right in the in the entertainment industry.
2: Yeah, they're in the field, they're in the media, and so quite a big name. And I think probably made our friend a little bit impressed. Okay.
1: And our friend is at the pub with this person and their friends and has dropped the whole, I'm going to Kendrick Lamar. This personality says, oh, I want to, like, I love Kendrick Lamar. I would
2: love to I'd go. I'd love to go to that. Our friend makes a split second decision in his head. Keep pursuing the original lead and the plan. Oh, oh no. Or I- quickly reel in the bait and <laughs> cast it back out into this pond. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's- what and an, an absolute, absolute disaster. Do you know what he does? He casts it out. He goes, well, actually, I've got two tickets to the booth if you want to come with me.
1: Oh, no, he's already invited someone else.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's and already that, invited someone then, who... And then this this person goes, are you serious? Yes. I've, oh, my God, of course. Yeah, yeah, I'll come with you. And he's like, yes, I'm on here. But then backs it up with... Let me just go tell my boyfriend, um, and I'll let's and we could do it. <laughs> and he goes, "Oh no, <laughs> it wasn't exactly what he was hoping for." <laughs> so now he's got to tell the original person, who it turns no. out is rocking up to the pub, that no, he's actually this given is away terrible. that they are getting uninvited for no, this new no, person. No, no, this is truly awful. And what happens is they rock up out on the street and he has to say, oh, I've, I kind of gave you ticket away. And they were like, what? I've just caught an Uber all the way over from here. I thought we were about to go. Like, are we? oh, he's like, I gave the ticket away. The other person, the new invitee walks out and goes, okay, I'm good to go. And he's like, oh, and they're like, what's happened? He's like, I kind of, he has to explain it to both of them. <laughs> The new person, the big name, the media personality goes, oh, no, if it's your ticket, you should go. And the girl's like, well, I don't want to go now. And the original person goes, well, I don't want to go now either. And the guy, he ends up going alone.
1: <laughs> oh, Wow. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you want to talk about Barry Crocker. (laughs) (laughs) Old mate Barry had a couple of tickets to Kendrick.
2: And I'm pretty sure both parties uh, wrote a letter and asked for them to resign as a result of that. (laughs) (laughs) Much like the Polish swimming team.
1: Just worse, blokes. (laughs) Oh, I love it so much. That's what you get. That's That's what what you get.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> no administrative errors, please, It's what we're asking for. But yeah, if you have been uninvited from something, do get in touch, Matt.ad dot Alex Coffee? Yeah, coffee.
0: A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Are you keeping juicy gas from me? Do you know what's going on here?
2: We know what's going on. You won't
0: believe
1: it. Real juicy so let's just keep it on the down low, shall
0: we? Matt and Alex's Insiders. Insiders.
2: Yes, but a kind, it is Insiders, where we take a peek behind the curtain of a particular profession to find out what really goes on. And we've had a couple of big ones over the last little while. I mean, what goes on at The Mechanic? We all want to know what goes on behind the overalls. But I'm very excited this week because we get to just find out almost for the first time what goes on in this particular profession.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's something that we deal with almost every single day, but don't even think about it. Well, at least I don't. We're looking into papermaking, and here with us today is a Uh, papermaker. They will remain anonymous as to ensure that all the secrets of the papermaking industry... Yes, this voice is intentionally
2: left blank, uh, we'll be happy to say. Uh, And they join us now. Hello, Anonymous. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Hello, guys. How are (laughs) you?
2: Well,
1: thank you, Anonymous. Now, straight up, papermaking, it sounds boring, is it?
3: (laughs) Yeah, look, it's... Yeah, <laughs> it's not that interesting, to be quite honest with you guys. Yeah, it's about as interesting as it sounds.
2: I reckon that <laughs> I have faith in papermaking, Anonymous. I mean, I know you're, you're the one dish in the dirt here, but I am super interested in what goes on because there's a whole lot of GSMs in which we move there in is. this world. Uh, tell us about them all, please.
3: Uh, <laughs> we only make a selected few. Uh, we only make 105 to... 200 GSM, and okay. uh, you can go up above that. You can go to 250 where we work. So it's very, very exciting.
2: What does that stand for? GSM?
3: Grams per square meter.
1: Grams of paper per square meter of
3: correct, paper. Correct. Oh, yep. okay. So the one, the 150
1: to 200 grams per square meter is that, uh, is that your standard? You know, paper. I mean, is that your standard printer paper?
3: No. So that will be we make. Um, the boxes for, say, the brewing companies we make, yeah, your slide boxes and stuff like that. So that'll be about your 150
1: Well, well hold on. This doesn't sound like – mate, it sounds like you're a cardboard maker. <laughs>
3: well, it's do all Do I paper. need to tell you what you do, mate? <laughs> I don't know what to believe. How long have you had an 18-month-old daughter, Matt? I don't know if I can believe
1: you. But is yeah, it – Is it cardboard? Like, I I thought, I assumed that the stuff that came in cases was cardboard.
3: Yeah, well, we do make the lighter stuff, but I guess, yeah, where I work would be more the cardboard side of it, yes. It's not like tissue paper and stuff like that.
2: Where does it come from? How much of the paper we get these days are your old growth forests just getting mulched up?
3: Well, our not without saying too much, our company does both, but where I particularly work, we are fully recycled. So no trees were harmed in the making. Uh, so we just use all cardboard boxes, all paper, everything, and just chew it up and add chemicals and pop it out as brown rolls.
2: Oh, so you, the old old stuff comes in the recycled yes. paper, churn it up, and yep. away we go.
1: Very environmentally friendly.
2: Oh, that's nice. Is this man? like
1: direct from our backyards into your factory, yeah, or it is it there is. some sort of process?
3: Yeah, a lot of it does come from household waste push it straight into our pulper, turn it around, add a few chemicals, clean it up, and essentially, um, yeah, that is pretty much it.
1: Tell me what you can't use, because sometimes, you know, you've got the pizza box, there's a big old melted cheese <laughs> globule on it. You think, I mean, can I recycle this or not? What what, what what, are you not like seeing in your recycling then?
3: Oh, we've had a lot worse come through there, a lot worse. We've had uh, car gearboxes, motors, boulders. <laughs> Even yeah, the anything, recycling then. Uh, well, we get a lot of stuff from just trucks that pick up things from supermarkets, and it's all weighed when you come in, and versus when you come out, and that's how they get paid. So, a few cheeky gearboxes and boulders have come in through the trucks <laughs> and uh,
2: stopped
3: operations a couple of times for right. a six hours. So, so, so you
2: actually per so recycling companies that go around and pick up like the cobingle and the paper recycling, bring it in, and you pay them. Yeah,
3: per um, it's weight. So we got wow. the way bridge at the front, so um, way in, way out. And, um, yeah, that's how we calculate how much Ooh. paper they're bringing in. But, uh, yeah, it's not uncommon to find a good, yeah, a good few heavy items that come through and, yeah, kind of stop operations for a little while. <laughs> All
1: right. All right. Now, look, let's imagine someone from Seven Mate calls you up and says, Look. Oh, no. We've done enough swamp people. (laughs) We've done enough ice truck road crosses. There's enough storage kings. There's enough, you know, extreme pharma. (laughs) We want to make a show about papermaking. Pitch us an episode. What's some of the drama that happens in the Uh, papermaking industry?
3: there are a few very, very passionate <laughs> paper-making people that work there. Some uh, really, really get into yeah, making the boxes.
1: What do you mean they get really into making the boxes? Sounds like they're oh, doing something filthy some with them.
3: really like the, um, the ins and outs of all the fibre and all the strengths and the chemicals and uh, the bonding. They just talk the your fibers. ear off about it, do they? Oh, I'd be putting it on late at night because it will put you to sleep. It's
1: that <laughs> well,
2: interesting. Well, a TV show has been made about the paper industry. In fact, it celebrated 20 years recently of a UK TV series called The Office. How similar is that to your workplace?
3: I'd much rather watch The Office. <laughs> um, it's not... We work on the factory floor where I am. So, um, yeah, we're not uh, we're not done to Mifflin at all.
1: <laughs> you know, at the end of every year, most industries, a lot of industries, you know, they have award ceremonies. You know, the musicians have the arias. Uh, the TV people have the actors. The real estate agents have one every single day, it seems. <laughs> um,
2: got the journalists, got their Walkleys. They're so special, yeah, Walkleys. Is there, is there a
1: paper making you know, um, event or awards? Uh, look, not
3: not at my level. I'm a pretty entry-level uh, paper maker. Uh, look, there might be further up for the execs, but uh, no, the most we have is uh, the execs get the lavish Christmas parties, which we're not really invited to mm. but uh, we've heard plenty of stories about uh, all the granges and things they sip on with uh, oh. their caviar so
2: oh big <laughs> money not, in paper uh, making well like, so that's much
3: bigger than you'd ever you'd ever realize why
2: well, they call it really? making that paper Matt. come yep. on you know this yep.
3: <laughs> multi billion dollar industry
1: <laughs> you know when i'm like when i'm driving around sydney i'm just like i look at so many houses on like that have water views and i'm like
3: all makers, these people <laughs> are
1: millionaires like who are, are these people <laughs> yep You're telling me they're making paper? Oh, get into it. It's big money.
2: Goodness, that's incredible. All right, we'll have to look into that. Um, Although, because I would have thought it would have, the paper industry, that'd be going downhill since the death of the telephone book, surely. (laughs)
3: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Ever since that day, mate, that was the biggest seller. Yep.
2: (laughs) Yep. That's really
3: (laughs) curious.
1: I reckon, uh, I mean, with, look, I guess with lockdowns and people buying, you know, not able to go out to to buy food and drinks, they're getting their cartons at home. I mean, how much do you sell a carton, like a your beer carton case for or whatever you're making? And, and how many of those would you make and sell each year? I want to I know figures. How, people, <laughs> how, how rich are people here?
3: Oh, look, I'm, I better be pretty muffled here, but uh, we churn out about 22 tons of the stuff an hour and <laughs> we usually sell, a rough figure is about eleven or $12,000 uh, every half an hour. For about ten tons, so that's what wow. we sell it for, and um, so,
2: so it's just come,
1: it's just churning it's in nonstop. about ten it's,
2: grand a half hour. Wait. That sounds like more than the Royal Australian Mints would be making and they're literally Stop. printing <laughs> the paper that we exchange for they're goods.
3: <laughs> uh, we should be paying in paper as currency.
2: <laughs> All right, we'll have to look there into that. Go. Anonymous, you have been incredible. Thank you very much for chatting to us. Uh, we look forward to, um, what, what can we send? We'll send you some origami. Maybe we can make some origami to send yes. Anonymous.
3: Maybe but, you could. Make sure it's good recycled paper.
2: We, we will do that as well.
1: Thank you so much, Anonymous. Really appreciate
3: it. No worries. Take it easy.
1: Order up. Just how you like it. It's perfect.
0: Athletes are currently gathering in a country I can't mention to compete against each other in a tournament that I'm not allowed to name. But before they do, there is an opening ceremony we'll probably all watch. So why not watch it while listening to us? Matt and Alex's opening ceremony watch party. Live and unofficial. We don't have the rights, but we're doing it Friday night. Download the listener app, turn the sound down on your TV and listen along to us. You can even call in live. On your marks, set. Alex's opening ceremony watch party, live and unofficial, this
2: Friday, 9 p.m. only on the Listener app. Now, Matt O'Kine, uh, I, there was a period in Australian history where I think the most commonly used phrase uh, in the Australian lexicon, right behind mate and she'll be right, was battered sav and uh, that came about around the 2000s when Roy and HG were commentating the Sydney 2000 Games. It was great. They've been on Triple J for a very long time, and they're also making their return for the for the Tokyo Games. Dodging Armageddon is their daily podcast looking at the highs, the lows, and the mediums of the biggest sporting spectacle in the world. We cannot thank enough our next guest for joining us. It is HG Nelson from Roy and
4: HG. G'day, HG. Hi, Matt and Alex. Tremendous, as I said in the warm-up which you may not have heard. I'm super excited
1: about being here. <laughs> well, I mean, we're super excited to have you. I mean, one of the legends of sport commentary uh, joining us here on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Now, you might know we're going to be doing a bit of unofficial um, watching of the opening ceremony uh, this Friday live. Um, what, what are some tips that you've got for us, you know, in the lead up to the into the games? You know, there's so many athletes, so many sports. What should we be covering?
4: Uh, look, I, I think uh, you know you guys have been around enough to know what you're looking at and you know bagging it. I think you've got to um, you know understand that uh, things that give you the shits are the best thing to talk about, really. Uh, if you don't like people walking around, you know, in circles doing nothing, well, then you're you're really going to have the time of your life. <laughs> that's, that's what you see at the opening ceremony. Uh, I mean, the, the I've got to be honest, you know I've been lucky enough and very privileged uh, to work on a number of Olympics, but I've never seen an opening ceremony, never been to an opening ceremony uh, and uh, find them a bit sort of, well, not a great curtain raiser to the main events uh, that follow as soon as the ceremony's out of the road.
2: It's something you're allergic to HG and that's faff. The opening ceremony, just faff before the games Mm -hmm. begin. It's about time that the the IOC got rid of the opening
4: ceremony. Well, I think I would say that I, I would say that in all future games, obviously, 2032 uh, will be an exception, and that raises the point of how great a contribution Queensland is making to the opening ceremony.
2: I've yep. said in
4: other media commitments, the Veronica's going to be there. Uh, the uh, They're going to do <laughs> – like, I know they've got a medley of Australian numbers, things like Give Me a Home Amongst the Gum Trees, yep. I Like It Both Ways, things like that. Yep. They'll be doing them. And then, of course, after that, out comes – the band that everybody loves when they talk about Queensland music, Geronimo. We saw them to great advantage recently at the Sydney. <laughs> sorry, at the what? state of origin number two. Wait, hey, do you mean Shepherd? Do you
2: mean the band Shepherd who sings the song did...
4: Geronimo? I've swapped that. I've swapped <laughs> that around, haven't I? That was great. And the band Geronimo is coming to sing mm. a song called Shepherd. And after that, once you've kicked in the doors with those two great Queensland acts, out comes Anastasia Palaszczuk. Yeah, I mean, you know. The world will be leaning forward once they see the Veronicas, They'll be on their feet. The pants will be around the ankles, etc. And then out comes Anastasia Palaszczuk. I mean, it's in the bag for Brisbane. That's well, what I've got to
1: what say. What about well, this? What about this, HG? Anastasia walks out holding a football, all right? Yes. Now, then gets, gets a light up lights the football on fire, puts it on the ground with the finger over the top, holding it in place. Darren Lockyer walks out with the big golden boot, kicks the ball into the torch
4: and And sets it on fire.
1: And
2: then Ray Brabs Warren comes out and says, this is origin and we're off.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's not not an opening ceremony. That's a miracle. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah.
4: Now. But the big thing is the bit you left out is Anastasia announces that Rugby League will be part of 2030 Olympic Games. Well, she, we get to <laughs> choose,
2: don't we? Because I heard that it's, you know, a, f- a few we events do. are coming in for Tokyo that, uh, that have been chosen. Uh, in Paris, in, uh, I think we're going for 2024 is what they're aiming mm-hmm. for. We'll see whether that works out. But um, they're, they're looking at putting breakdancing or breaking into it. What do you reckon will be happening in Queensland?
4: Well, I can see rugby league, certainly. But, you know, spearfishing is the one that I think you've got to get on the chart somewhere. I right? mean, you, you yes. know, the people in Australia are screaming out for to see some underwater action shooting the salmon. I mean, that's just there's just nothing better, is there? And <laughs> imagine emerging, you know, obviously you have to be snorkel. no tanks allowed, but yep. snorkel and face masks, et The world class. And, you know, maybe going out, well, people are saying the roof's dead. I don't believe that for one minute. A bag, you'd have a bag number, as in I shot 40. That's great, but somebody else from, you know, Libya shot shot 42. So, yep. sadly, buddy, you just get the silver. The other thing is the biggest fish, yep. uh, tastiest fish, species, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. There's so many variations. I can see at least 15 gold being yeah. put up in the spearfishing category.
1: Uh, I'm, um, I'm excited at the thought of doing the triathlon in the uh, South Bank fake beach
2: there. <laughs> just the-
4: ah, yes. Yes, what a lovely spot that is, yes. to run and swim and then biking around the beach.
2: Yeah,
4: <laughs> right just down the brown mouth. snake. I mean, there's not a not
2: a more picturesque spot. We could just go on that uh, that causeway on the side of the river. just gets some beautiful drone shots of the uh, the bike leg going along there past the casino. You could
1: do extreme meter mating um, in the Gold yes. Coast as well. For that yes. could be that could be in there. I mean, the world's our oyster, isn't it? This is exciting times. I was
4: going to say just by the by, since you've raised the Gold Coast and the meter mates and so on, I was down there making a, a film for SBS relatively recently, and a bloke demolished his house with his their hands for charity, as uh, this is back in the day a bit, but mm-hmm. how about that, demolishing houses with <laughs> their hands? I mean, that's a sport that's going to get kids talking and that's the aim of the Olympics.
2: Well, it's about time <laughs> we got a few more of these things in, which don't require judging. It's just, just, is the house Correct. demolished or not? Correct. Yes, you're no, the winner. That's, <laughs> that's right. Subjective don't need the Russian judge coming in and ruin <laughs> it for everyone.
4: Yeah, no, I hate subjectivity.
2: <laughs> exactly right. Now, HG, uh, you're going to be looking at the games uh, with your partner, Rampaging Roy Slaver. Mm-hmm. Uh, dodging Armageddon is the podcast you want to jump onto mm-hmm. for a daily update as to what's going on in the Games. I mean, dodging Armageddon, you couldn't have summed it up better in a title uh, than that. We mentioned earlier on six Polish swimmers had to be sent back from the Olympics. Do you reckon there could be, you know, we see some incredible feats uh, in the Olympics, such as Stephen Bradbury coming through on the ice, but could, are there any athletes in Australia that you reckon before the opening ceremony could get the,
4: the final call-up? Well, what an interesting question that is. It appears that people are still leaving to go. Mm. You know, and I think Australia's got the biggest team and there's plenty of room on planes headed up to Tokyo. So if you've got it, I mean, i put this out to your <laughs> listeners. Really, if you want to go up and have a look and be part of it, and there's no better way to be part of it than running. I'm telling you that now. Yep. And it, it doesn't matter what it is, the marathon, the 100 metres, uh, pick and choose an event, you'll be able to get a, a gig there. Just tell them you're Eric Barney and you'll be fine. <laughs> I'll tell you well,
2: what. Well, look,
1: I mean, there's a few different sports coming for Japan. The introduction of the 3 by 3 basketball
4: uh, uh, bus- is on. Yeah, not interested in that, really.
1: What about the Freestyle BMX? You reckon you could do that? Uh, the
4: Freestyle BMX, yeah, no, I'm prepared to try a like, leg over in that. And i tell you what, one of the great things is the dual acceptor program. So if you're going up there on the BMX bike and you think you've got to swim in here, for God's sake, put your hand up as well because people will be <laughs> dropping out like flies and you'll be able to get a start. And that's the key thing in these things is dual acceptance. We've got to broaden the idea of what we mean by sport. <laughs> All right,
2: well, these Olympics, uh, you're going to be broadcasting as part of the ABC podcast, HG Nelson Dodging Armageddon. Make sure you look it up. And we better we better leave you right now with a final uh, just nod to those who have come to f- before us. I mean, HG, we're standing on the shoulders of a Giants in yourself. You've been around and seen some great commentary in your years. What do you think is the most iconic sentence of commentary that has ever Ooh. been uttered in sport over the years?
4: Yeah, okay. My My favourite is my favourite, without a doubt, and listen for this, is Bruce gets tired. This is Bruce McAvoy. He gets tired calling all those events. And so he's reduced to often saying, allay! And then finishing up with Anne Bulgaria first. (laughs) (laughs) Etc. <laughs> the race is over by Away. And there's a big pause. I know exactly
2: what, you, what you're saying, HG. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it's just up to the athletes to provide the, the drama and the narrative from there. Uh, so That's all that needs to be said. Away. That's it. Have a listen for it across the Olympics. HG Nelson, thank you very much. Passed on our best to Roy Slaven, uh, your offsider, as we move towards the Olympics. And we cannot wait to tune in to uh, Dodging Armageddon.
4: Thanks very much. All the best and good luck on Friday. Night.
2: Thank you. Thank you. All day breakfast. Now, Matt, as we neared the end of yesterday's show, what was a pretty standard talkback topic where we're chatting to callers uh, about things descended into a little bit of a farce when you decided to start doing Ace Ventura impressions for no discernible hey, reason? Hey, hey,
1: hey, They were just general Jim Carrey impersonations, okay? First started off with the mask. smoking.
2: Yeah, that's what this is what it actually sounds like.
1: Smoking. Hey, come on. Was that is that not close?
2: That was pretty good. Smoking. Well, that was pretty good. I mean, your drama training has paid off there. Um your so two, it only cost me $30,000. Stuck with the mask and said this yesterday.
1: Somebody stop me. That was me doing it. Somebody stop me. Oh, see, he's got the gravelly voice. Somebody stop me.
2: And you also gave this very, very nice Jim Carrey impersonation. Shwing. Uh Damn, getting a touch and saying, hey, Matt, wasn't Swing from Wayne's World, not Jim Carrey?
1: Yes. I saw all the messages today, okay? I stuffed up. Swing. Swing. Yeah, mate. If you're going to spew... Spewing this, all right. That's my that's my Garth from Wayne's World. Right-o. I still say that quite a lot. Isn't it weird the things that you say? You're like, have you got catchphrases that you say all the time?
2: Um, occasionally. What do you say? What am I drinking? Milk. <laughs> that's what I've been thinking of recently. It's <laughs> a little Seinfeld, Seinfeld? non sequitur. <laughs> it's just in between scenes. He's at the fridge, has a sip, and it's like, what am I drinking? Milk. And then walks off. Anyway, um it has it seemed to be difficult to get Matt to steer away from the impressions. So we thought let's not let's not muzzle the beast here. Let's let you help Matt choose his own impressions. Okay. It's, it's We're a,
1: gonna- a leash free park, isn't it? If we are in a leash free. letting park. me Run off and just get into the butt of some other impressions. <laughs>
2: And uh, you get to have a whiff of these and se- <laughs> see whether or not they cut right. the mustard. Now, Robbo has got in touch with this request for an impression, Madokine, mm-hmm. Can you give us your very best Mrs Doubtfire?
1: Oh, sweeties, I- I'll always be the right ones to help you out there.
2: Is that right? Uh, that sounded right, from what I've seen uh, of Mrs can- Doubtfire. Have we got any example of Mrs Doubtfire? I'm sure Marshy will put it in right now. <laughs> Because young men who don't do their studies often miss out on more amusing activities.
1: Oh, not bad. Not bad. okay,
2: there we okay. go. Um I guess this is almost almost the same, but powerfully different. What's your impression uh, from? I'm not cut out for this on Instagram of the Queen. Okay, I'm going to do
1: an impression of of Bluey doing an impersonation <laughs> of the Queen. That's okay, here not we in go. The rules. Here we go. How rude. There we go. Anyone who's watched Bluey will know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. How all right. Rude. Well, that's one of the things that me and me has been floating around our house quite a lot. How rude! All right. Oh uh, Dave. Uh, wait, wait, no. I will say this to all the people of Matt and Alex. I grant you f-
2: three wishes. <laughs> that's the uh, the Queenie, genie Queenie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um you got if if you are to be good at impressions you need this in your repertoire. Matokeine. Sure. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Go. Get down. No, get to the
1: chopper.
4: Get to the chopper. <gasps>
1: hey, what, what? No, wait. I've lost it.
2: That's a <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. I really oh derailed. Oh boy! <laughs> really oh without, without those lines, that sounds oh, a lot no. more like the Matthias Corman parody from Bad <laughs> as Hell. Um, but Elise <laughs> has a very, very good one for you okay. here. Can we give? Can you give us your very best impression of Alex Dyson?
1: Can you? Can you give us? Oh, what about this? Oh, look at me, I'm Alex Dyson. I bleached my hair when I was 15 in a patch. Oh, I'm dancing and playing footy. (laughs) Crazy. Did I do it? Oh wait, Madokine, no, Madokine, Madokine, Madokine. No, Madokine, no, I can't do it. I can't do it.
2: Truly only the greats can uh, do an impression of me, I reckon, Truly
1: only the greats can do an impression (laughs) of me.
2: (laughs) Am I close? (laughs) Nowhere near it. Um, Michael from New South Wales, hello. Hello. Damn it. How are you? Not too bad, man. Please uh, let us know what you would like Matt O'Kine to uh, perform for us today, Uh, to get it out of your system and put a real cherry on the top of this... um, Take. I, um, I heard you try and describe Star Wars plot um, a little while ago, so I'd love to hear you do Yoda.
1: Oh. Oh. Do Yoda I would like to hear me? <laughs> is, is that right? Yes. Force be seeking, I will, Luke. <laughs> Impressionist, I do well much.
2: <laughs> what do you reckon, Michael? That's not too bad for someone who hasn't seen it. <laughs> Look, thank so. you. He's got he's got the words in the <laughs> wrong order. He's uh, grunting. My entire understanding of
1: Yoda comes from comedians doing impersonations <laughs> of Yoda, all right? So I am like an AI bot that has been fed bad impersonations of Yoda <laughs> and I'm just giving you what I think Yoda is.
2: Well, we thank you for your suggestion, Michael. Uh, <laughs> keep it up and we'll talk to you soon. Mm, suggestions? <laughs> um, thank you. We do, Michael. You. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up there. Uh, thank you very much to HG Nelson for joining us uh, ahead of the big broadcast on Friday, the opening ceremony. Do download the listener app, get yourself ready. We're gonna be kicking things off Friday nights with a huge broadcast. And if you do want an, you want a bit more audio of. A real Alex Dyson rather than an impression. Um, I joined the Shameless Girls on their new book podcast.
1: It's such a great, great appearance on the uh, brand new Shameless podcast. So congratulations to Alex Dyson. Very jealous that you got Woo-hoo! to be a part of uh, anything that they do because the Shameless Girls are just so great at, uh, at, at everything that they touch. Um, and it's called The Books That Changed My Life. You can check it out on Listener, um, only on your Listener app. So your your episode is available now, Alex.
2: Really great great questions they threw at me. Some good books discussed. Uh, please enjoy it. And um, we'll catch you here for another episode of All Day Breakfast tomorrow. I'll be back.
0: That's <laughs> it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.